Welcome to the podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Katie. And this is... One Kiss kiss Means Forever! This is the podcast where we talk about our hopes and our dreams and then maybe manifest those hopes and dreams and find the love of our life in a strange way and also a little cross-dressing. That's right, folks. (laughs) This is is the podcast where we talk about your favorite made-for-TV romances, the kinds that you find on Netflix, Hallmark, and Disney Plus. Oh, no, this is not Disney Plus. Wow, this is HBO Max. Well, it, but it's not. It like it's currently on HBO Max, but it that's not where it comes from. It comes from the ether, the, the internet. <laughs> well, I got confused because I feel like both of the movies where the the title is stolen from, I think, are on Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think that might be true. Yeah. Um. um yeah. Oh Jesus. So, uh behind the scenes um it's been we haven't done a record in probably like four to six weeks Uh, yeah so it's been a real long time katie it has been a real long time for context for our listeners um there's been uh on this 101st episode of ours uh, there's been a lot of like changes in our personal lives and stuff and um i am no longer as of right now a new yorker which breaks my heart even while i'm talking about it but so i am recording from good old Cleveland, Ohio, which is my new home for now, um, and I miss being in the same city as Hannah. Well, at least I get to yeah. see your pretty face while we do these recordings. I know. The pandemic really prepared us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're all set up for, for virtual recording, but still sad still sad but new beginnings we can still do one kiss means forever which i'm really happy about but um because of the uh move and stuff we we uh did all of our recording all ahead of time like we are like good doobies and now dusting off the cobwebs so we can continue doing it as per usual yeah so no break for you long break for us (laughs) (laughs) well put (laughs) ah so um what do we got today, Hannah? Oh, we have something. Um, uh, we're going to be talking about what is technically the sixth movie in a unrelated series. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Yeah. This- no, they're all related. Are except they- they're not. But I didn't know that there were six of them. I think so. Oh my gosh. Well, I've only ever seen this one in the OG. So, like, <laughs> knock me with a feather. <laughs> oh, Katie, do I have some. Okay. I have seen all of them because, <laughs> of course, I have. Of course, have. you have. Because <laughs> you're you and oh. I love you. <laughs> so, today we're talking about a Cinderella story, Starstruck. Um, so, Yes, this is related to that Hillary Duff, Chad Michael Murray, a Cinderella story in that it is, they like made a whole bunch of a Cinderella stories yeah, that are various kinds. And I think only the original went to the movies. The rest of them are like oh, yeah. TV or direct-to-video or whatever. Um. They're all, I mean, they're all Cinderella. They're all essentially the same. It's just like, you know, one was, you know, she wanted to be a singer that ha- and that was Lucy Hale. And then there was another one that was Selena Gomez where she wanted to be a dancer. <laughs> now this then, one, she wants to be an actor. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, all, it's always something. So, you know, they're like most of them became like they wanted to be performers. I think the only one that didn't want to be per- a performer was Hillary Duff, to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> but I'm pretty Amazing. sure all the other ones hinge on like I I'm so good at being this performance like thing I've that wanted I wanted it for all of two years because I'm a bebe. When yeah. will I get my turn? But also you know like I just know that I I can do this and I I'm so good at it, but my step-siblings want to do it, 
and they have no talent whatsoever. So they basically either like steal my work or pretend to be me or some something like that. And the the prince is always like the person who already made it. Yeah. <laughs> And this story is no exception to that formula. So this movie became available on the internet. (laughs) That's all. I I didn't look into it further. On June 29th, 2021. So it's relatively new. Quite. And this is what IMDb has as their synopsis. Finley Tremaine, a small-town farm girl, longs to spread her wings and soar as an aspiring performer. When a Hollywood film crew arrives in her sleepy town, she is determined to land a role in the production and captures the attention of handsome lead actor Jackson Stone. Unfortunately, a botched audition forces her to change course. Now, disguised as cowboy... Huck, Finley finally gets her big break, but can she keep the charade a secret from everyone, including her evil stepmother and devious step-siblings? And it stars Bailey Madison and Michael Evan Belling, though he might say that with, like, an accent, because they're, like, no, Michael had a accent over... I think it was the A, but I don't know if that makes oh. it like Mikhail or. Oh. Again, I was done looking into things by this point. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, this is what we have to say about this movie. Boy, howdy. <laughs> so, Finley, played by Bailey Madison of Hallmark's Good Witch fame, is your typical modern day Cinderella. Her parents are unceremoniously dead. And she's stuck living with her father's second wife, Valerian, and her step-siblings, Saffron and Kale. All things that you would put possibly in tea or various other sorts of juices. <laughs> um, but they, uh, she is the uh, servant slash farmhand, and they are living on the farm in Dreary, Idaho, which is the name of the town, Dreary, Idaho. <laughs> and the step, the step family is a whole fish school out of water. They are clearly LA people who believe that they are destined for show business or various other sorts of TikToky IG fame. And Finley, even though she dreams about being a famous actress, doesn't want to lose her hometown roots in Idaho. Finley is also your typical Cinderella in that she does all the work and still manages to have magic free time, which I don't have and I don't clean my apartment nearly enough. (laughs) (laughs) She can take care of the farm, including the care of the animals, because, you know, they have animals. Cook all the meals, do all the shopping, clean and all the chores. Uh, But when the film crew comes to town, you bet your ass she's going to make it to those auditions because she's Finley. Of course. Even if Valerian gives her an extra long comical list of chores to try and stop her from going you know a la if you get all your chores done then maybe you can go to the ball (laughs) um and that includes taking finley's pet pig john ham to the butcher Uh which is this i don't even know if it's a joke it's like it's played as if it's like a joke that they're not really joking about yeah yeah um I like that you said it was a morbid running joke. Yeah, it's a morbid running joke. It's really dark. (laughs) Like about like, no, please kill your pet. Like just constantly. (laughs) If you didn't know that they were terrible people just because, then you know they're terrible people because they're asking her to take her pet pig to the butcher. (laughs) Like constantly. Constantly. You're right. All right, but Finley is determined about these auditions, and even if her stepfamily will not approve, and Saffron is also trying out. This is Billy the Kid, the musical, after all. This is going to be an obvious hit, and it stars Jackson Stone, played by Michael McHale, whatever, Evan Bailing, and he's an up-and-coming hotshot star. So Finley is not about to throw away her shot, and yes, that is an intentional musical theater joke, because... 
you know us, and we are theater dorks. Um, so Finley goes to the audition, and tr- well, wants to go to the audition and tries to hide John Hamm with the vet for a few days to protect him from butchery. But the vet is out, and um, and waiting will make her late to the audition. So she brings John Hamm, the pig, to the audition with her. Initially, everything is going fine, except, of course, the director is being dismissive and a dick, even though it is, uh, it's Maddie, what's his face? Finocchio. Yeah, we'll talk about him later. (laughs) Um, But then John Hamm breaks away and dashes across the set, disrupting everything. Finley, being the responsible person, stops mid-song and dance to catch the pig. So, very much a, not a the show must go on type of actress. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, she is showing off her lasso skills at this time. So. Yeah, that's true. But she doesn't use them very well. No. Um, and while she does manage to rope him in the end... Uh, She ends up face down in a pile of mud, being ridiculed by all in attendance, including her stepfamily, and not welcome back to set because obviously a pig disrupting your audition means you're a terrible actress and cannot come. I, I don't really understand the whole thing, but it's fine. And the only person who is intrigued is Jackson, who goes to help her up and compliment her on her roping skills because he has a farming background. Yeah. The pig girl fiasco seems to have disrupted auditions for the day, and they pick up again the following afternoon. Finley, distraught and back on the farm, is going about her choice. Her choice? Choice. Yeah. Her choice. A poison. Can develop a cold. So Finley, distraught and back on the farm, is going about her chores when she realizes, thanks to this weird grease smudge Hitler mustache that occurs, that if she disguises herself as a boy and auditions, she can try again. So off this Cinderella goes to the movie audition ball. And when she blows everyone away, Finley, masquerading now as boy Huck Finn, get it? Ha 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 ha. Huck is in this movie. But so is Saffron. And the movie has lost their farm location, so Kale, the wannabe manager, gets them to use their family farm as the new location. He's actually, like, not a terrible businessman in a lot of ways. Yeah. Uh, So now Finley is in a movie, on her own farm, in disguise, while also having to still do all her chores as herself. Fun times. So, on top of everything, Valerian has now started the process of selling the farm, something that Finley can't even stand the thought of. You know, her dad built this house. She, like, it's like, I can't put that in my brain right now and deal with it. Absolutely. So while so much of her world is falling apart, the only thing that is going very well is the acting. She's being given a bigger and bigger part, and she's hitting things off with Jackson. All is Huck, of course. And even Saffron is kind of into Huck, which really creeps Friendly out, especially when they have to kiss in one scene with two, you know, comic delight. (laughs) Right, because two women kissing is funny. Oh, my God. If she was a professional, she'd be like, whatever, you're my stepsister. I don't care. Yeah. Right. They're not related. Who cares? Who cares? Whatever, Whatever, Huck Finn. Um, But anyway, Jackson is pushing for her to get an even bigger part, and the director, who is very impressed, decides to give her a chance. The film has the day off before the finale scene that they're going to shoot. Finley uses some of that day to go fishing. Since she, or rather Huck has mentioned this fishing spot to Jackson, he shows up to fish too. But she's there as Finley, the girl he's been thinking about and hasn't really met yet. Like, they they literally had one interaction and then he chased her another time. <laughs> On horseback. Yes. Um, he, he knows he, she's perfect because she can rope and ride a horse. So, obviously, the girl for him. Um... <laughs> So this fishing turns into a pseudo date and 
at least until Finley receives a text from Kale. Being the only one of any intelligence in his family, he has discovered her secret identity. Dun, 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 dun. So, Kale outs Finley to the rest of her stepfamily. And because of this, she is locked in her bedroom, which is not really in the house at all, but actually in the barn with the animals like you do. And that leaves her to think about her actions. Bad Finley. They also decide that as extra punishment, they will take the very first offer on the farm that they get, which is how the following morning Finley is locked in and no one can find Huck, ruining her chance at the big scene and ruining her chance at stardom. But it's John Hamm to the rescue! Like, like, like. Really, what's a Cinderella without extra intelligent animal besties? <laughs> He brings Finley the key so she can get out. She arrives on set after Huck has been replaced, uh, but the replacement, it's not going well. The replacement, or rather the original, who was bumped in favor of Huck, who has gone back to doing the role, is, you know, off in the corner vomiting due to a fall. So So (laughs) in comes Finley saying her lines, but she's saying them as Finley, not Huck, not using her Huck voice, you know, because assuming it's like low. Like Elizabeth Holmes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And after taking off her Huck disguise, oh my God, it's a girl. It's that girl. (laughs) Jackson is shocked, but kind of pleased because he really liked Huck. It's always a little weird. Yeah. This part of the... I actually maybe was in love with this boy. Bit. (laughs) They don't really acknowledge. It's fine. That questioning of sexuality. Can't do it. (laughs) No. And even though it makes no sense uh, in the movie that they're making, Jackson and Finley kiss on camera. (laughs) And in real life... At the same time? (laughs) Which happens. <laughs> Very strange. I, it, it is unclear what this movie is about. I even mean, though it's supposed to be Billy the Kid. I, there's no through line. <laughs> we, we don't even know. But now, because... One, one kiss, kiss means, means forever. forever! We've got to wrap this up with a nice little bow. So, first, the house is, turns out, actually in Finley's name. So Valerian can't sell it. Yay! And the director wants to make Finley a big star. Also yay! But how does she keep her farm and also fulfill her dream? Well, good thing she just minutes ago got a boyfriend who turns out wants to quit acting and go back to farming because he misses the farm life. So looks like forever might actually work out as long as you don't think too hard about relationship logistics. As per usual. <laughs> the end. Woohoo! All right. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. I have so many what the fuck moments. Like, so, so, so many. Well, first and foremost, only because you just said it in the synopsis. Because you say her dad built this house and they say board by board. However, they it's also, also say yeah. that it's historical. <laughs> <laughs> I did notice that as well. They say it's over a hundred years old, and you're like, "Is your dad your secret grandpa? Like, what I is mean, happening?" <laughs> unless this is a weird time travel thing that was cut from the script, <laughs> like whatever. Um, I, I am really upset with that final scene because she's ruining the shot slash the script of whatever this the hell this thing is, and it made me uncomfortable. Because she's stripping the whole time. Can you describe this for us? <laughs> yeah, she's so first of all, she shows up like she's wearing like her huck costume on top, mm-hmm. but she's wearing like leggings on the bottom. Like it was, you know, like she has curves, like mm-hmm. hip curves. And I was mm-hmm. like, I'm sorry, those are girls' legs. Like you can tell. Absolutely. That, like it's obvious that that's a girl. <laughs> And then she starts unbuttoning and she's underneath her Huck costume. She's wearing like a corset. It's 
like a blue Cinderella. Yeah, it is strange. I mean, like, it's a cute little look that she ends up in, but it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Especially since the, like, she doesn't take her mustache off. She has a mustache as Huck. She doesn't take the mustache off until after she's starting to peel off her clothes. So it looks like Huck is the one that's, like, seducing Jackson. And so you're like, what the fuck is happening? And then you're like, and then they're like, mustache off. Oh, my God, it's a girl. Um, But I have two big things that I want to talk to you about that occur in the first 10 minutes of this movie. Number one. The dress that they have her in at the beginning of this movie is by itself very cute. However, it is way too small for her. And I was worried the entire time she's singing. Yes, singing, because is this a musical or is it not a musical? We'll talk about it in a little bit. But I was afraid the entire time she was singing and dancing while doing her chores in this cute little sundress, doing her farm work chores that her boobs were going to pop out. Okay, can I just I, put this, I I put this in pretty parade and I'm just gonna read it to you for verbatim. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. No, it's cool. Her outfit is cute, but seems very impractical. A little white sun sundress, spaghetti straps, and no bra to do farm work. <laughs> yeah, I kind of said the same thing. It's cute and all, but I'm worried her little slash not little adolescent boobs are gonna pop out. Well, also it's white yes. she's doing farm work it, like her nothing is protected no y- you know like or secured right you know but like in theory she's like i mean she, she they like show her moving like hay bales around like yeah this is she is dressed not stupidly well. very <laughs> stupidly she wears an, a number of outfits where it's like it's cute and all and i get that this is a movie, but this girl is too practical yeah, to be wearing this kind of outfit. Also, I don't know where she's getting this kind of outfit because these look kind of, like, nice. And I don't yeah. know who's buying her this shit. Like, That's it's not true. her family. And We're it's not getting def- the cinder part of the Cinderella. Right. Like, she should be wearing, like, cl- things that look sort of, like, hand-me-down or like old. That's a good point. So, but let's go back to the fact that she's singing and dancing, <laughs> and not in a way like she's like singing to herself. This is a full-out musical number that is repeated, and this is mm-hmm. not a musical. Technically, well, technically, it's not. I, okay, there are songs in it. I think she she sings two. Yeah, after she sings two after this song. Another one around the house, which is technically a reprise of this song. And then she sings something else that's kind of dreamy a little bit later. Mm -hmm. But then they do have a song that's not really like they do. They have like a little dance number that they're filming for the musical version of Billy the Kid. Right. Which also (laughs) makes it not a musical because it's supposed to be within the. Yeah. Right. World of the movie. But like, I don't know. I had. I feel like they forgot it was a musical about halfway through this movie. Yes. Also, I feel like this is related, even though it's not. I think it's really important that everybody know that this movie begins, like, the first words you hear are the rain scene from The Notebook (laughs) as being portrayed both sides by Bailey Madison. (laughs) I forgot about that, but <laughs> but yes. I mean, come on. Like I used to do that as a kid about with, sure. Like, no, no judgment whatsoever about doing it. It's the fact that this—that's how this movie begins—that I find really jarring, and specifically that she, that's what she's chosen to to play is like the romantic, like scene that ends with. Well, it ends with consummation of a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing nearby is John Hamm. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, like, you know, it's. I feel like it would even be, like, make more sense to me if 
they did the like, I'm flying, Jack, I'm flying moment because yes. it was just sort of like, no, th- this this scene ends with him like shutting her up with a kiss, like almost violently. <laughs> and it seems very strange that this is what this person is, you know, like she's probably yeah. the right age to be like, oh, they fell in love. But like also, what is happening? <laughs> Speaking of choices that she acts out, Hannah, can we talk about her as Huck monologue that she does to get when she comes back as Huck? She does a monologue that has that is a very special monologue. Would you like to describe this for our listeners? Okay, so think slow, think emotional, think like poetry like coming from the depths of your soul as written by Eugene O'Neill yes. <laughs> and now make the words the full house theme song <laughs> everywhere you look there's a heart there's a place the people hold on to and as she's doing it like her stepbrother Kale who is actually a great character and he's very yeah. smart he's like this is Fuller House. <laughs> Not Fuller House, but Fuller yeah. House. <laughs> it was just so good. Oh, it was, am- like, it was amazing. I mean, it just, it always makes, it, like, it made me think of a friend of mine many years ago who was like, I'm going to give a wedding speech. And then she was like, I just want to practice it and just did completely straight. The entire theme song of The Nanny. Oh, yes. She was working in a bridal shop in Flesh and Queens. Queens. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Like, like that's the speech. Start to finish, the end. Nothing about anything. That's brilliant. (laughs) It was great. Um, Um, That's awesome. Um, I have two. I have one more what the fuck moment kind of but then mm-hmm. i have a shout out that i want to just like say cool and then I, or and then whatever if i'm missing anything you pop in with whatever what okay. the you have okay i want to talk about the last beat okay which was you know they, they kiss she gets her one kiss means forever she gets her house she gets the boyfriend whatever and then what does she do she looks at the camera <laughs> and winks <laughs> Uh huh, and then they and then Jackson hides his, their face with his hat, like this is an old timey Western movie. Um, I didn't really get into that until Kiss Meter. Okay, so I think we can hold should, it if you we want. We can we can pause on that. Okay. Um, there are a few additional things I want to just bring up. I yes. just um. So first, I just I just need somebody else to confirm that I'm not like completely reading into this saffron is the alexis rose of this town hundred <laughs> percent I, I even i wrote in my notes and I, I i put it kind of in supporting shout out but i'm happy to not really put it there and do it here yes this actor is a hundred percent just doing alexis i think she even goes like ew at one point <laughs> well she's got her little like hands up like mm-hmm. doing the little like oh yeah birdie flap like Kitten, kitten fans. Yeah. Like. yeah. Um, so th- that was just important to call out. Absolutely. Um, so I, I, I did think it's super weird that Saffron would be into Huck over Jackson. I, that didn't ring true to me You're at right. all. Absolutely. Because this, this girl is like fame obsessed. She would go for the famous person even if she found somebody else more physically attractive. And I have a hard time thinking that she would find Huck physically attractive purely because she's shorter or Huck was shorter. Right. And and, and looks like a child. Yeah. Uh, because usually when girls pretend to be boys, they look younger. Yeah. <laughs> um, true. And then my last thing that I, I got a little hung up on it because I was like, I have a fix. Guys, I have a fix. <laughs> and nobody in the movie was listening to me. <laughs> Why? <laughs> so the stepmother is like, I will like 
tell the realtor to accept the first offer we get. And I was like, first offer? Okay. Then I'd go directly to the realtor as Finley and be like, I'm offering a dollar. Done. It's the first Absolutely offer. Absolutely done. That would have been a lot more cleverer. And the realtor would have been like, yes. And that would have stuck it to them even more. Yeah. I think Girl. that would have been awesome. <laughs> that, that's, that's amazing. Also, this realtor, I don't know if you caught this at the beginning of the movie, but when she like Finley walks by her and this realtor is like, yeah, I just don't really like, don't really want to sell any more houses or something. Because wait, wait, it's wait, neighborhood she... as it is. <laughs> Which is a little bit like. Mm. Is this a magic town? <laughs> well, yes. But also like it was a little like, you know, I, I think they were more going for the like, I don't want anybody to leave, but also managed to have a no immigrants Oh my gosh. It's like, oh, honey, no. (laughs) It's a little bit of raisin in the sun, other side of the story. Yeah, right. Like, (laughs) oh, no. No, don't say that. Like, Ooh, I that di- I didn't go there, but you're absolutely right now that you mention it. <laughs> you know, it's like you could say, like, I don't want anybody else to leave. <laughs> that would have done the same thing without it feeling the same way. Absolutely. Um, um my sh- my shout out real fast that I thought that I liked in the script of this movie was that you know, like they do sometimes where they say, like, you can't be more than like 90 pounds or like a hundred and or 200 pounds or whatever. And Bigley Madison says about herself, she goes, excuse me, I'm 123. Yeah. And I was like, thank you for giving a realistic number and not saying that you're like, I'm 95 pounds or I'm 100 pounds. Like, good yeah. job. I think that right. was, that's a healthy weight. Thank you. Yeah. That, I, I also thought, I was like, yeah, no, that, that, I buy that. That's probably about what she weighs. Yeah. <laughs> and I like, I liked that because it felt nice. So. Yeah. Should we move on to Hallmark Hallmarks? Hallmark Hallmarks. I feel like I had a lot more that I that came to my brain while reading the synopsis than I <laughs> Okay. I didn't write as ton a ton down either, so the first thing I put down was they wear plaid to do housework. <laughs> Which is um uh, my first one was deception. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's super attached to her childhood home. Mm. Uh, assumption that a man can't grow facial hair when their facial hair is askew, when their fake facial hair is askew, rather than assuming that they are a woman, which they always are. <laughs> <laughs> How do we put that on a bingo square? <laughs> but you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, I absolutely do. I, I personally can't think of another instance where that where that specifically happened, but I like that it has for you and that you're putting it in Almer Hall. <laughs> that makes me so happy. Oh, I feel I, like I've seen it a, f- an, a few times. I love it. Oh, my God. Um, we have a we do have kind of a love at first sight moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you we have a you've got a little something. Yes. You know, lean in moment. We sure do. Um, there is wistful staring at a photo. Mm. We have almost coming clean, like coming really close to admitting, and then stopping like within like a sentence (laughs) i put that down as the i have to tell you something but i'll get interrupted and you'll find out later not from me yeah yeah exactly (laughs) exactly um this is a great example of doing a terrible job hiding um because she was hiding behind a bale of hay and jackson absolutely could have seen her because she's trying but like she's hiding behind a bale of hay and like a fence it's like bizarre a, and and like a, changing into her huck costume i'm like i'm sorry there's so many people here there's no way no somebody doesn't see you like it's impossible absolutely um, uh the can you ever forgive me 
And the person says, I don't know. And then obviously instantly forgives. <laughs> I can't with that. That's terrible. Oh, talk. I said, I say talking to animals already. Uh, no, you didn't. But talking yeah. to animals. Done. Mm-hmm. That's it. Pretty parade. Um, Like we talked about, her clothes are cute. Like, I especially liked the orange puff sleeve top and brown shorts look because it was kind mm-hmm. of like farm girl chic. Um, yeah. The chandeliers in the barn were awesome. <laughs> um, I I just want to call this out. I, I think I'm anti officially, but I, I, I don't know how I feel about it. So when, the, first of all, I just, this is the weirdest movie I've ever seen. They're doing auditions for what seemed to be semi-main parts in town, but they they have backup dancers who are already ready to go and like <laughs> filming. Like I I'm genuinely don't understand. Um yeah. Like before the auditions, they're yeah. running a like dress rehearsal of dancing. I whatever. Um so but anyway it's Billy the Kid the Musical. They're in the old Wild West. That's the, the look. And the female dancers are wearing, like, prairie dresses with slits up to their goddamn thighs. <laughs> and I understand that, like, gives you more room to move when you're dancing. I understand they, that. They don't have to do that in Oklahoma. Exactly. I was like, I have seen a ton of shows that take place <laughs> in about this period. <laughs> they dance just fine. <laughs> Maybe there's like, there are ways to do it without putting like weird slits in your clothes. Absolutely. And I, oh, ugh, I, Maybe I just, they had to I, save I, on fabric. I was really distracted. I was like, why, why is it going up that high? <laughs> why? Why is it? Why is there a your dress is ripped? <laughs> <laughs> On the other side of that, I actually really liked the saloon girl outfits, especially mm. saffron. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty cool. But you know, a lot of yeah, a lot of the the old timey looks were cute, but you know, in that like dress up kind of way. Yes, but not the historically accurate kind of way, but the yeah. kind that you would get at the Halloween outlet. Yeah, I I was I kind of got you know you ever been to one of those places where you can dress up in like fake old timey costumes and yeah. they'll take your old timey picture. It, that's the feeling that I was getting. Absolutely, hundred percent on on board with that thought. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so that that's that's where I was with that. But um, you know, it was like fun to to watch. But I that that's those slits were just crazy to me absolutely across the universe across the universe we've got some fun ones yeah so this movie is full of your hallmark people considering it's not a hallmark movie Mm -hmm. we've got bailey madison which we've talked about we've got maddie finocchio 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 yeah i think you're right finocchio Pinocchio, um, who is God? He's in like everything, especially um, right now. He's yeah, like he's he's place. in like every movie every week. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, Dolores Drake is the realtor. Who I was also confused about this character because she seems to be like really close with Finley, but Finley doesn't also no- seem to notice that like Finley is worked really hard and like depressed all the time. I'm. <laughs> like you, 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 like clearly she doesn't feel safe enough to come to you with her problems right. uh, <laughs> and then you get uh, Karen Holness who is the AD on this movie um, or the movie within the movie rather and she's all over the place in Hallmark so that was you know, just just lots 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 of people. Yeah. Um, I appreciated that their last name is Tremaine. 
which is that, a Disney cross universe. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like they it, this had a mix of Disney, Cinderella, and other, like, things brought in from the a Cinderella story yeah. universe. Yeah. Because in terms of the Cinderella story universe, she's the homeowner because they find the the will or something, which happened in the Hillary Duff OG version where Yay. like her, it turns out she's actually the owner of everything. So. I found kind of another cool across the universe with another Cinderella story. And I'm sure you probably found this too, that Saffron played the stepsister in another iteration of a Cinderella story a Cinderella story, A Christmas Wish, starring royal treatment star Laura Moreno. Right. So she has played the stepsister twice. <laughs> In two different Cinderella movies. stories. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of also, I didn't write this down, but you won't know this. I'll just have to tell you. <laughs> In Cinderella story, A Christmas Wish, uh, they like video the Cinderella character like being hit with like a slushy or you know something oh okay. like like that um and like are, like standing like laughing about it in a very similar way to when they're standing and laughing about the pig fiasco oh and, you know it's a very reminiscent scene gotcha um do you have any other across the universes no that's it for me the only other across the universe that i am pigeonholing in here that i don't that is not the case at all but we do have a kenny in in this (laughs) and i kind of wish that this kenny was part of the kenny multiverse the part of the kenny verse it is not obviously because it's not nelson wong but it's like this actor looks like they could be a young nelson wong and i thought that kenny was really funny (laughs) poor kenny like you feel so bad for kenny because he's hired for this job and then doesn't get to do it because this interloper huck person keeps like showing up. Kenny is also inept. And I feel like that's yeah. kind of in some Kennyverse movies, Kenny is also inept, which is why I'm sort of like this. I want this to be part of the multiverse, but it's not. Yeah. I hear that. I hear that. Did you have any new and noteworthy? We have a pig who plays fetch. I've never seen that before. That's pretty noteworthy. Um, for you? My thing was that Finley actually kissed Saffron. This oh, is yeah. the kind of movie where I felt like it would have been like played for laughs and then somehow they would have gotten out of it. Yeah. Usually and and she doesn't get out of it. She she goes in for that kiss and there's there's a kiss. Yeah, that's a really really good point. So. Good job. Supporting, Supporting shout, shout out. Uh John Ham the pig. <laughs> He was my favorite. He had he he was a fiercely loyal and protective of his of his human. Yeah. And he was cute. He was very cute. He was a cute pig. Uh, my supporting shout out is Maddie Finocchio. I think Trevor was amazing, and this was a he <laughs> <it> was. <laughs> I I actually feel like. This movie, I'm so mad at it because whoever directed this obviously knows how to direct comedy and moments. And a lot of Mm -hmm. the timing was perfect, especially from this character. Um, And I legitimately laughed out loud, not because it was not because of like all the what the fuck moments. There were some actual really funny moments and generally between Trevor and the AD. Um, uh, And so that's my supporting shout out. I thought he was funny. His timing was perfection. I already talked about Kenny and uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kiss meter. <sighs> Kiss meter. Okay. I, I feel like I want you to go first. Okay. So I rated two kisses in this movie. I rated the like initial kiss and then the like 
the button kiss that you, uh-huh. you started talking about before. Okay. So, I don't think the kiss itself was that bad. Like, you know, but it's, you know, it's pretty, pretty decent, like, kiss, you know, eight level kiss. I hate that it's in front of a ton of people and it's being filmed and, you know, they, that she's been lying to him the whole time. Like, that makes it a little uncomfortable. So I I left it as an eight, but I, you know, and it's a reluctant eight hilarious i'll do i did not rate the second kiss so let okay. me tell you this worst one and then i'll you can bring it on home all right um i i did give it an eight um okay. <laughs> as well you're absolutely right the kiss is great it's in and of itself but i do not understand the whole context because i'm <laughs> mad at her i do not understand that she why they did it because they were ruining the take um you're right it's based in deception disgusting but the kiss fine whatever i'll give it to them mm-hmm so when we they go in for their second kiss with the wink at the camera and the <sighs> the hiding behind the hat dropped it right down to four to me. <laughs> for me. I was like, <laughs> nope, no. <laughs> <laughs> I hate uh, this. You know, I feel like the only time where like I need to hide the kissing is funny to me is like at the end of Anastasia. <laughs> oh my god, you're hilarious. Yeah, no. Yeah, like, I agree. That's perfect. Yeah. So <laughs> that's where I landed on that. That's how I feel about that. Uh it's so dumb. So Ugh. Hannah <laughs> would you watch this movie? Okay. So, it depends on who you are, of course, but if you are like me and you want to slash must watch all the Cinderella-esque movies, (laughs) then of course you should watch this movie. It's terrible, but sure. That being said, if that's not your jam, which is totally fair... You only need to see the first Cinderella story movie. It's the only one that's remotely really watchable. (laughs) (laughs) But as we said at the top, I have seen all of them so far. (laughs) And this is why I love Hannah so much. (laughs) How about you, Katie? (laughs) Um, So there was a lot that made me shout at the screen. And that, like, I, like I said, I just moved to Ohio and like, they, like I, I, yeah, I just moved to Ohio and I'm, this is one of the first things that I watched after moving here and I was shouting. <laughs> the people I'm living with are just like, what? <laughs> but um, anyway, but I, like I said before, whoever did, directed this movie and I did not look them up and I'm sorry, um, I want to give them props because Overall, the quality of the movie making and mm-hmm. the the inner life of the characters of like this the side characters mostly was really well put together. And like I said, the timing was nice. But why? <laughs> but why this movie? I I'm not sure why um like this movie ha- is like God. why they're still doing these movies because it's a franchise like why i don't know i i honestly think it was because like they they made a a script and they're like what if we slapped a cinderella story on it um but i i would say that i would not watch this movie unless you have a a, a bottle of margaritas or like a a pitcher of margaritas and you are doing your nails and collaging with your girlfriends on like a slumber party night like that yeah. is when this movie would be amazeballs. Um, uh, nah. And and just so you know, Michelle Johnson is the name of the writer and director. Oh, cool. Okay, so look out for Michelle Johnson. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it, it's you're probably right that they that you know there was a she had written a script and they were like we could make this part of the a Cinderella story franchise. Um. And I'm also kind of a sucker for that 
girl wants to be an actress and she gets discovered kind of thing. Because, I mean, who mm-hmm. didn't who didn't want that when they were, like, 13? I did. Sure. And it kind of almost happened. Sure. <laughs> but, like, yeah. I mean, I'm a sucker for those kinds of movies. So it did rub me in a certain sort of nostalgic way. But other than that, like, I'm, I'm sad that we didn't watch this together. Because it would I know. have been super fun. You know, this is this would have been really fun to watch together. <sighs> anyway, yay! Hey, <laughs> we're on the other side of a hundred episodes. Hannah, I love you. I love you too. I miss you. I miss you. not getting to see you all the time. Even though you know we were in a pandemic, so I didn't see you all that often. But that's true. Still. Uh, so thanks everybody. Uh, make sure that you follow us on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook when I feel like posting there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, at one kiss means forever, where the one and the four are numerical. We are doing, I think, most of the new movies. We're live tweeting. Yeah. Uh, so that's fun. Uh, we love to interact with people, so give us a shout out if you want to talk. We'll we'll interact with you. That's yeah. fun. And one other place that you can interact with us, you can send us an email at onekissmeansforever at gmail.com, and that's all spelled out like it is on our logo. And thank you, as always, to Flint Pastors for our intro-outro music. You can find his stuff on Apple Music, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And we will see you in a couple weeks. Hooray! Hooray! Bye! Bye, guys! <laughs>